yo 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 it's the 1409 podcast i go by the name of kt it's your boy gualamis world hey man we're episode 168 we have a very special guest in here this evening you know what i'm saying we got miss coriel in the building how you doing man i am so good excited to be here thank you for having me hey thank you for being here thank you for make thank you for the connection <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> pulling on up you out of Atlanta, right? Yep, yep, in Atlanta. All right, for sure, for sure. We got the little intro out of the way. We're going to get more into Miss Coria, but before we do that, let's get to the... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So whatever you may have, but on this show, we like to let our guests do the toast. So you're the guest of honor tonight. So what would you like to toast to, Miss Coria? Let's toast to a profitable and prosperous 2022. It's that time. It's that time of the year where we're about to start planning ahead. So we're going to toast to a profitable and prosperous year ahead. Already. All right. Let's get to it then. Let's get to it. All right. We like to do a little trivia on here, so I'm gonna do some trivia for you. Okay. Let me see what I have for you. Let me ha- what I have for you this evening. <laughs> All right. What is what is the biggest airline in Atlanta? <laughs> Delta. Okay. Okay. Delta. That was too easy. That was too easy. Too easy. Too easy. Too easy. All right. For sure. For sure. So, what are three things people may not know about Coriel? Um, three things. I'm a super introvert. I feel like people know that they just probably don't believe it. Um, I am pretty chill and low key. Um, I'm not as big of a personality, um, as I appear to be. And last but not least, I would have to say, um, something surprising, I don't know. Um, oh, I'm a lightweight. I can't. I'm not a drinker. Not because I not because I don't want to. I just, I just I'm a lightweight. Hey, it's, it's like that sometimes, you know. It ain't it ain't for everybody. Everything ain't for everybody. It's, it's all not, good. It's hey, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all love. So. uh Congratulations. I know you just made some recent accomplishments. Would you like to Thank hear those you. accomplishments? Which accomplishments? Which which accomplishments are we talking about? I mean, you had you had a busy weekend. You know, we was doing our research on you. So. Oh, yes. Yes. I spent the weekend in Miami, had an amazing time at the uh, Reinvent Yourself with Crypto event. Got a chance to interview Akon, learned a whole lot, was super inspired. Um, and I'm just, I'm excited. Like it was definitely like super inspirational what they've been able to do and what they're, you know, trying to help other people do in, in terms of crypto. Oh man, that's love. Yeah. What, what was it like interviewing uh, Akon? How was that experience? 
He, I mean, it was pretty easy. It was a pretty easy flow of interview because it was a panel. It wasn't just, you know, one-on-one. So it, we were able to kind of bounce the uh, questions off of multiple people. And the other two people on the panel have been really super successful with crypto as well. So him, you know, having a coin now, he has his own cryptocurrency and his plans for Acon City, um, you know, running on crypto. It was a, it was a really good conversation. Oh man, that's love that he's always been doing great things and, uh, in his home country, home continent, oh, was it Senegal, right? Yep. You know what I'm thinking? Yeah, that's uh definitely. I, I I see what he has a great head on his shoulder, and he's trying mm-hmm. to move in the right direction with that. I'm ready to see that come to what comes of it. Yeah. 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 So you um, you born and raised in Atlanta? No, I'm from Chicago, actually. From Chicago. Yeah. I was a uh, you know like your upbringing growing up in Chicago. Um, I grew up in the suburbs, so it was, I mean, pretty normal, standard, uh, suburban (laughs) life. Um, but moving to Tennessee in high school and then deciding to go to HBCU, I would definitely say like set the tone for everything that I've done, um, since then. So I moved from Chicago when I was 15. Um, so yeah. All right, shout out to that. What part of Tennessee were you? Oh, it was called it's called Johnson City. So I'm sure you've never heard of it. It's like a little small part of Tennessee on literally the opposite um corner uh from Memphis. Yeah, it's in the mountains then, huh? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I heard of it. I, I see it on the map and shit like that. Uh, and you went Price to City, HBCU. Tennessee. What I H- did. HBCU were you attending? I went to Tennessee State. Shout out to okay. shout out to Big Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already, I'm about two hours away from Nashville right now, so it, it's a lot going on out there. It's a great city, so shout out to Nashville. What, two hours where? In which direction? South. Uh, like Chattanooga. No, Huntsville. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I'm right out there for sure, for sure. Oh man, and what was it? What experience like at Tennessee State, man? I feel like uh, from what I've heard and, you know, from the people that I know that are alumni of of different HBCUs, it seems like the standard, amazing HBCU experience. I mean, there's nothing like being surrounded by um, Black excellence, literally like at every single level. So that experience definitely um, set me up to, like I said, do what I do now, but have the passion to be able to do what I do. That definitely came from, from Tennessee State for sure. Uh, sometimes I wish I went to HBCU, but if I did, I wouldn't have met some of the people that I've met today. And I wouldn't, I probably, we probably wouldn't be here right now if I did, but sometimes I do wish I attended one. I think everybody, everybody, I don't, I don't want to say everybody needs that experience, but I will say everybody deserves that experience. I think that to, to be able to disconnect, um, you know, to a certain extent to disconnect and literally just be surrounded by your people. That's like a indescribable, you know, indescribable situation. Facts. The HBCU I chose, my parents was like, you ain't going there. <laughs> really? What was it? South Carolina State. Okay. 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 It's like, okay. nah, you <laughs> don't even. Are you from you from South Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're like, both, no. 
we both uh, some South Carolina boys out here, but we 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 move around, you know. Gotcha. But we global, you know, we global. <laughs> yeah, I have a really good friend that went to South Carolina State, actually. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Orangeburg, <laughs> shout out to uh, South Carolina State, shout out to Claflin, Claflin. Yeah. shout out to the Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. But we have a large following in Houston as well. That's like our biggest market. For sure, for sure. Speaking of Houston, uh, uh-huh. coming, in, coming in March, they had the Focus Business Conference coming up here, March 10th through the 12th out there in Houston. So make sure y'all tap in with the Focus Business Conference. Tickets are available now at focusbusinessconference.com. For sure, for sure. Good. Come on, commercial. <laughs> we got commercials, we got ads, we got everything. Shout out to like Just Ask Andy. Shout out Just Ask Andy putting that together, the Focus Business Conference. This is the third one, I believe, out there. You know, great oh. things are happening. All right, Miss Coriel. What yes. uh when did you decide to transition into entrepreneurship? I know you started somewhere. I, I know what it yeah, is. Yeah, so I actually, my career, um, my years were served in the classroom. So I am a teacher by trade. Um, that's where my professional experience and my degrees are in um, education. I've always been like a hustler since 16, you know, when I was doing nails, braiding hair, doing all of the things. Um, when I got to Tennessee State, I was the nail girl. I had my nail license. I was doing nails in the dorm. I've always had like multiple streams of income even before I really understood what that was or you know why it was important um and then becoming a teacher being that that was the plan like that's what I knew that I wanted to do forever and ever and when I made it and was literally getting paid pennies and feeling unappreciated you know overworked but loving what I was doing it was really like a um, a bittersweet feeling because this is what I had, you know, knew that I wanted to do my entire life, got into it, realized it was not what I thought it was going to be, realized they were never going to pay me what I was worth. And so started doing what I knew to do, which was getting side hustles, went back to school to get my master's degree, still realized they were not going to pay me what I was worth. Um, and then, you know, kind of got back into, into entrepreneurship in 2011 and everything has evolved <laughs> into where I am now. You almost went to Abu Dhabi to teach, didn't you? I did. I did. In 2011, I almost moved to Abu Dhabi. And literally like two weeks before I was supposed to go, I realized that I was going for the wrong reasons, decided to stay here, stopped teaching, went to bartending school and built my business during the day while I was working at night. What would you say to, uh, what were the wrong reasons for going to Abu Dhabi? So I had been engaged and when I got out of that engagement, when I you know, broke it off and we broke up, I was really just trying to like start fresh, start anew. And for me, starting fresh, starting new, the opportunity came up to literally leave the country, move overseas and literally start new. Um, but it wasn't going to be worth it. So I, had, I was literally having to sell all of my stuff, put my condo up for rent, like all of the things that I was going to have to do just to come back two years later. It really just didn't make sense. Um, especially to be going for the wrong reasons. For sure. For sure. So, and you uh, began bartending in the Atlanta area or where? Yep. Yep. Here in Atlanta. Like for sure. I know that had to have been quite an experience right there, bartending in Atlanta. <laughs> Listen, it was definitely an experience. And I, I didn't realize the value of having a 
a cash paying job until, you know, until I became a bartender. So being able to literally work four nights a week, part-time bartending, um, a skill that it cost me $500, you know, to take a class and get and make more than what I was making working full-time as a teacher with a master's degree. That was just like mind blowing and, and just crazy to me. So um, that definitely, that experience taught me I guess that what we value is not necessarily all that's valuable because a lot of us put the emphasis on, you know, having a career or having a specific title, but that does not always serve you well. So definitely um, lots of lessons learned. Yeah, most definitely. That's that, that's that hustle right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, you probably got to have fun a little bit during that experience, depending on what type of, night it was i don't know i never bartended but sometimes it looked like they're having fun sometimes it looked like hey sometimes I mean, like long. <laughs> compared to the seriousness of you know being a second or third grade teacher it was definitely you know super stress-free and easy i didn't have to take my work home i didn't have to you know finish anything after my shift was over like when i left i was off it was done it was over so definitely appreciated the difference for sure. So what's your uh, go-to drink? You mixing up. Somebody come to, to me and say, I, yeah, I want to just make me something. What you making? Am I frozen? You were. Yeah, you frozen. Nah, you frozen no. a little bit. but <laughs> Am I back? Okay, you, you back. You back. Yeah, you back. Okay, go-to drink. Yeah, I want to yeah. drink. No, like or if someone, comes- yeah, if a, a customer comes to the bar and says, just make me your best drink. Oh, I would probably go with um, like some type of margarita, some type of flavored margarita or a margarita with a specific type of liquor, like a Hennessy or something. I would ask what type of liquor they want, though. And then Hennessy. start. you can't just make a drink without knowing what kind of liquor people want. A Henny Riga, a Henny Rita. Yeah, something like that. Hey, I like Henny margaritas. That's a that's a Henny connoisseur right there up there on the top right of the screen right there. The Who me? I'm all a of these words, Henny connoisseur. Yeah. Hey man, the same Henny sipping dude with a humble attitude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Already, I'm telling you. All right, so you're working on your business while you're a bartender. At what point did you decide that you're gonna jump all the way? jump all the way off the porch, I should say. And- oh, it took me from what, 2011 to 2000. I bartended for seven years, I want to say six or seven years part time and ran my bu- my business like during the day. And then it took me that long to walk away and just 100 percent full time entrepreneurship. And that was literally the scariest thing I could have ever done. Um, but the month after I, I walked away was literally my best in business, like up until that time. So it was definitely super scary. But I think that right after I got out the door, like I got that confirmation that it was going to be OK. So. With all that being said, what would you say is the most difficult thing you had to overcome in like your entrepreneurship journey? Um. The most difficult thing, 
I would probably have to say um, expecting the support to come from specific people, because usually the support comes from strangers before it comes from the people who are closest to you. So I think that um, that is just like a, a, a hurt your feelings type of thing, not necessarily a, you know, a business challenge. But I think that's something that the majority of people who start a business um, face is that the people who they expect, the people closest to them who they expect to support them the most typically are not. How did you find yourself like overcoming that and pushing through like the lack of support? So my businesses have not necessarily been for like my friends or my family. They've never really been like my target audience. So I never really, you know, had the expectation. It's cool. You know, I'm the type of person, I don't care if what you're selling is for me or not. I'm going to purchase it just to support, even if I'm just buying it for somebody else. But I did not have those expectations of the people um, closest to me necessarily because they weren't the people that I was trying to serve. My businesses have always been in the women empowerment space, um, specifically around relationships and then around entrepreneurship. And my friends and family weren't necessarily interested in those things. So it was never um, really my expectation. But I will say that I did deal with, you know, people who just didn't understand, you know, my goals or my vision or the things that I was working on. So having to slow down and stop to explain to people, you know, where you're going can definitely be a challenge, too. Oh, really? I kind of feel like what you're saying where people... Close or people you expect to support don't support because some people be like, I see you with your little podcast and the, the little part that was like that would get me like, you going you gonna remember you gonna remember I know I'm gonna remember that I'm yeah, gonna remember you yeah. said that so just remember you said that too <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. see you drop a little album a little mixtape oh okay little <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nah it's not quite not quite not quite <laughs> not quite a mixtape. <laughs> no, he talking about he he talking about, about me like my experience. Oh, you! I was I thought you were talking about my um. I thought you saw this over here. No, 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 no. no. I thought you were talking about this. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you about that too, but but yeah, that? the little, the disrespectful little. I think yeah. we we can all relate. Yeah, I'm gonna remember that. Like when it ain't when it ain't little no more to you. I was gonna still remember you said it was little. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, what what is that behind you since you brought it up? Um, it's a plaque that my team gave me on our fifth year of hosting hosting an event. It's like a five year um plaque. Oh, that's dope. That's dope right there. So, shout out to that. Let me let me thank you. I gotta give you a round of applause for that. So what, <laughs> what business were you take getting off the ground when you transitioned out of bartending? That's that's the next question we have for you. When I transitioned out of bartending? Yeah, what business was taken so on? So that one, actually. So it was called Work Price Slay. It was a women empowerment brand um, that really focused around a four-day women empowerment weekend. And then we also offered like one-off courses and um, workshops and in-person events. So that was the business that I uh, was running until 2019 when we transitioned into Work University. Uh, shout out to Work University helping the women empowerment. What are what are some of your proudest moments with Work University, the Work University? So we well, proudest moment is 
when someone shares that they have finally figured out something that they can do to earn some extra income, like the the big, you know, the receipts, that's that's cool. But just having somebody say that they had that aha moment, they finally figure out that thing that they can do. That's what I do it for. We've had a handful of women that have quit their jobs, you know, using our resources. Um, I have to do the math now, but in June, so a year and a half, we launched January 2019. So from Jan I mean, January 2020, from January 2020 to June 2021, um, they had earned over $2.4 million uh, collectively utilizing the resources inside of the curriculum that we have at Work University. So being able to really give people the blueprint to turn their skills into new streams of income, like that is uh, for me, what what makes it worthwhile? So, uh, what would you say uh, really made the transition from you said work slave play to the work university? Like, um, main... so it really wasn't a, a transition necessarily. It was like a dead stop. So I decided at the um, 2019 event that that was going to be the last event, and then within a month, I came up with the idea for Work University, which really just um, solved the problem that the event wasn't solving. That was a one-time opportunity where, you know, they came, they got excited, and then they went home and usually didn't really take any action. So Work University is a year-round online program where they can access from anywhere in the world, and it's more of um, support and it's more accountability so that they can get the resources, but then also have the accountability and support to, you know, to take action and get it done. So it wasn't necessarily a transition. It was literally just like a, you know, starting something, start uh, going in a new direction. I got you. Big fast, big fast. You know, what we like to do over on 1409. We like to let people really see what's going on. So we're going we're gonna to let the people right. see. We like to let the people see the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're gonna, we gonna see the work from work university you know you know what i'm saying can you see that right now i can <laughs> shout out tech support yeah shout out tech support i don't know y'all are going in with this i don't know who these guys are but they're just putting websites on the screen and all type of things you know yeah let's talk about the uh the course creator challenge so yeah. we actually just wrapped this up this ended last um wednesday i don't even know why that's still loading like that that shouldn't even be loading is that that's like i guess this is live that's a current view so i need to check my tech department because that should not even be up there anymore but this was a three-day course creator challenge where i literally taught um we had like 620 something women who registered for this to nice. learn how they can turn the information in their head into an info product. And I taught them how to do that over um, a three-day challenge. Okay, that's love there. You said over 600, that's that's uh, that's fire. That's fire. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Money making course catalog. If you uh, head over to workuniversity.com, that's W-E-R-K, you know what I'm saying? W-E-R-K, yep. Tap in, tap in, the show for show. But, uh, we we appreciate we appreciate everything. I know you you on a time limit here, so listen. I am, and I'm so so sorry. I do. I have a podcast, so I did not. You know, I didn't want to not make it, and I know how these things go. So I'm super super sorry. Um, but my baby is like 
I'm a new mom, y'all. So when y'all was like, congratulations on the new things, I ain't know if y'all was talking about the baby. I ain't know what y'all was talking about, but I'm still figuring baby, out. I'm engagement. still figuring out how to balance this mom boss thing. I thought I was going to be okay because it's nine o'clock, but homeboy is like, no, ma'am. We love to have you back and finish up, you know. Yes, man. yes. When I can, you know, when I can for real, for real be here 1000% because he's still like right here in this ear. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we don't want to, we don't want to interrupt the motherhood, you know. No, listen, y'all, I appreciate y'all. And I, I will definitely come back a thousand percent. I am so, so sorry. I appreciate y'all. And I hope. Somebody somewhere still got something out of this conversation. Most definitely. Most definitely. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. We'll continue All right, to be in touch. Out. All right. Yeah. Yes, sir. That was Corey. Yeah, shout out to her. You know, she got motherhood. You know, motherhood happens. It happens. We understand that. But we still up in this thing. 1409 podcast. What's good with you, Mr. Gualamese World? Man, ain't no thing, you know, man. Just working, you feel me? Making music, creating. What you cooking up over there, man? Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Working on a new EP. Well, actually, two EPs. You feel me? Um, Working on uh, I Love Math Part 2. For all my uh, supporters and listeners that's, that support me, you know what I'm saying? You know, the I Love Math was one of the infamous Qualamese World projects, so I'm doing a part two to that. I'm saying working on that. <laughs> Yeah, hey man, for sure, for sure. I actually had the pleasure of interviewing you at the now yeah. drunker. We should we should drop that pretty soon here. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. You know it was weird. You know what I'm saying? We always interviewing it. I sit in and get the interview as an artist. I feel like that was a. I won't say it was weird. It was a cool moment. It's like a real interview though. Like it was. <laughs> yeah, it was really an interview. We we should drop that. Well. We gonna we gonna let the tech support. We are gonna let the editing get done and everything. Yeah, you know tech support gonna handle that. Shout out to always press record TV. Always press record everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them shopping with us with the t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? That's on the way. And shout out to anybody else that cop the t-shirt. They on the way. Sure, appreciate the support that you know all the 1409ers. You know what I'm saying? 1409er life. You know what I'm saying? For life. 1409 so make sure y'all check and go over there and order some of those all natural products. Yeah, they got they got not only do they have all natural hair products, they also have the body butter. And yeah, they got the body butter. And you get 20% off for, for rocking with 1409. So if you under the sound of our voice right now, go into all allnaturalkinks.com. And when you get to the cart. Or get to check out use the code 1409 you get that 20 percent off man. 20 percent can go a long way and it's no time limit on this so yeah, it, it doesn't expire so shop away but do it now <laughs> <laughs> sooner than later yeah for sure, for sure man so what, what's been good with you kt man i heard uh you was up in houston at this uh 
radio press junket with loud music. Yeah, man. Shout out to loud music. Shout out to Derek McKinney. Shout out to shout out to the whole team. The whole loud music. It's like 30 of them. It's like 30 of them. They're deep, man. They're deep for real. This is shout out to all of them. For sure. You know what I'm saying you can catch interviews coming soon. More interviews coming soon from that event. And you can catch more interviews coming from the loud music team themselves, you know, the artists from loud music, the whole team, publicists, whatever, you know what I'm saying? They're going to, you're going to hear what they have to say. You're going to learn some things for sure, for sure. For sure, man. We face. Mike, we're going to drop another interview from the press jugger tonight, matter of fact. Yeah, man. Make sure y'all are tapping in to the 1409 podcast page on IG. Check out all these interviews and make sure y'all are tapping into these artists that we interviewing. Click on their page, man. Listen to their music, man. It's always about collaboration over competition. You know what I'm saying? Building the networking, networking. You feel me? So make sure y'all reach out. It could be some dope music, some music that you like, some music that you can add to your playlist to get you right. So you know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all tapping into these artists. All of these artists are hungry and working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. For sure, for sure, man. That's uh, that's love there. That love there. And then once again, make sure y'all tap into the Focus Business Conference. It's March. Once again, it's March 10th through the 12th. You know what I'm saying? The wait is over. Tickets are available now for the Focus Business Conference. March 10th through the 12th, 2022. You know what I'm saying? We gather small business owners, entrepreneurs, and investors to spark mainstream conversations around topics that focus on action, transforming business ideas, to raising the bar by 300% growth. Head over to focusbusinessconference.com for those tickets. They have virtual and in person, so you don't actually necessarily have to be in Houston. You can be at be home. Honolulu. You can be in Honolulu. You ain't got to be in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to do a little question of the day, man? Yeah, man. Uh the question of today today was uh what is your pick me up? You know, just that one thing that make you feel better when you down. Music. <laughs> I on some music. If I ain't, I ain't feeling like myself or whatever, I listen to some music. Or I play some matter. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I say the art of creating because I don't just want to say music. Um, it could just be um. Well, I really uh have to say the art of creating because it used to be like being an artist, but uh, you know, saying just expanding actually uh engineering and producing all the aspect of creating music and just creating in general you know what i'm saying makes me feel better for sure man so good question of the day let's go ahead and get into that I, I was eating some Japanese food before the show. So Chinese food or Japanese food? Japanese. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chicken and shrimp. Hibachi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Let me see what else I got for you. What I got for you. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I ain't even <laughs> thought of no uh, this or that for today. I don't even think of till like, I actually think of I don't think of until I... Till I say him, that's like oh. 
Dark roast coffee or medium roast coffee? Dark roast coffee. Okay, okay. The dark roast, yes. Yeah, dark roast for sure, for sure. You, which one you rocking with? The dark roast too? Yeah, dark roast. Hey, you remember we was on the way to Nashville that that morning? Yeah, that dark roast was strong, boy. <laughs> that thing me hit. That shit was strong, like. <laughs> and you remember I was on the uh, was on the way to Nashville? Yeah, that, that BC part of his scroll. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, which brings me to my next this or that. Uh, ibuprofen or BC powder? Hey, man. BC powder work like that shit working <laughs> like five minutes. Your head ain't be going like five minutes. That ibuprofen, depending on how many milligrams it is, it's going to take a little longer to get rid of whatever you're going through at that time. So okay. that BC powder, that shit get to you. That shit go straight to your head immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> that BC powder, that's no get You get cured damn near immediately with that BC powder or goody powder, whatever you want to call it. BC goody powder. Five minutes, you 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 cured whatever you're going through, hangover, headache, and it, no yeah, it gotta my be dad. some kind of that shit can't be good for you. You ain't supposed to damn take that shit like that, <laughs> bro. My dad used to take those shits with Dr. Peppers. Like I know that was not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it can't be good with your digest digestive tract or nothing, bro. He used to no, bro. drink it with Dr. Pepper, bro. I don't, I don't be trying to mess with that unless I actually absolutely need it, like. Yeah, nothing else is gonna help me that day. That's the only time I'm gonna mess with that. But yeah, that shit get the job done. I promise you. Mm. Sleeping on your back or your stomach? I've been I've been told by my wife I sleep on my back, so I guess sleeping on your back. <laughs> I don't know how I sleep because I'm sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like when you get ready to go to sleep, how do you? Get comfortable. Do you lay on your back or you lay on your stomach to get comfortable to go to sleep? I don't sleep on my stomach. I can't sleep on my stomach. I definitely ain't on my stomach. It's either on my back or my side. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I'm not sleeping on my stomach. That ain't that ain't gonna be too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I got a picture. Somebody took a picture of me sleeping. I was on my back. <laughs> Brother, like I was in a coffin. <laughs> hey, bro, I was sleeping like this, bro. Yeah, it, it be like that. Sometimes you you get too tired and you gotta get it how you can get it. For sure, for sure. The disease was definitely good. Oh yeah, I think I'm about to say that out. You got any more? I I only had like those few. All right, yeah. candles or incense? Uh, candles. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the candles too. So shout out to J Love Candle Co. You know what I'm saying? I got one right here. I just didn't trim the wicks, so I didn't damn light it. Uh, what's that trick you use to trim the wicks, man? <laughs> you want to share that trick? Yeah, man. I share. I use the damn uh, toenail clipper. Get you, you know, the big, the big uh, nail clippers. Yeah, trim, trim the wick with it. It works. That shit, that shit worked. I tried it and it worked. It was a fingernail yeah. clipper, though. I, I couldn't find no toenail clipper, so I used fingernail clipper, but it worked though. Told you, man. Be fast. Going down. Hey man, but y'all know y'all know where y'all can follow the, the, the podcast, 1409 podcast on all the streaming platforms. We're the only 1409 podcast in the world, so that's facts. It shouldn't be that hard to find. 
Facts. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all of that. 1409 podcast, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you follow me on Instagram too at 843 Ambassador. Click the link in my bio on Shop with Express right now. Everything 40% off. The whole website, the whole app. Download the Express app. Everything on there is 40% off. That, that doesn't happen too often. So y'all tap in with that. Facts. Big facts. Y'all know where to follow me, man. Your boy Gualami Swirl on IG at Gualami Swirl. Make sure y'all tapping into all the music on the streaming platforms, man. From Tidal to Apple to Spotify, YouTube, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. All right. It's the 1409 podcast. Surfer. And we out. I ain't do Jordan ones. I ain't don't do the forces. Really wanna win, but I still can't force it. Luke Skywalker, baby, how I feel the forces. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do Jordan ones. I don't do the forces. Really wanna win, but I still can't force it. Luke Skywalker, baby, how I feel the forces. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I feel the force inside. I ain't no regular ain't no guy. guy. I said, of course, I take flight. Playing the pressure, I, I got some goals in sight. Feel like I'm Dolomite. We got the same goals. Respect that I do it different. These ain't the same views. I'm rocking the cardiac lens. A nigga like me can never go missing. I'ma just stay on your mind. This shit is gonna be easy. Can't really say that I'm trying A little more smart with these moves They hate when the nigga improves You do it for clap, my nigga Just hoping these people approve I know that I swag a little different I know that I brag a little different Can't really say that I'm switching I'm just in my bag a little different Go lose Skywalker on bitches And pray that the forces be with me uh, I do Jordan ones I